This week on TSR, there's a new trailer for The Rise of Skywalker and we're going to talk about it. All that and more on this episode of TSR. Listeners, welcome back to TSR episode 210. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Brian. Uh, yeah, we got things to talk about today, lots of things. But before we do that, we've got a guest on the show all the way from the Kanji cast. Hi, Jay. Hello, folks. Is that where Jay lives? Yeah, Jay, in lives, the in the, Jay lives in the Kanji cast. Okay. That's- I'm sort of just Im- Im- immaterial floating in cyberspace somewhere. It's sort of like Palpatine. Exactly. <laughs> At this, least we'll find out if that's true or not. These are the crimes <laughs> he pays for the puns. <laughs> Living in cyberspace? Yeah, pretty much. Can you think of it's anything like worse that than that? Dark side chaos in the EU for the dead Sith Lords or whatever. Oh, 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 oof. I mean, that is what cyberspace and like Twitter is, right? Yeah, I mean, it can't be worse than real life sometimes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Twitter is purgatory. Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, just a reminder, listeners, uh, we, t- TSR is supported by you, our Patreon subscribers, patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Get in at the $1 level where you can join our Patreon-exclusive Slack team, of which Jay's a part of. So you can yell at him for his puns there. Or you can just tell us how much you like us. Yes, that too. That too. Uh, hey, so we've been up to some stuff. Um, I've been eyeballs deep in the outer world since Thursday night, and oh my god, I love this game. Uh, it's kind of one part Fallout, one part Knights of the Old Republic, and one part Mass Effect. And yeah, this is hitting all of my Vigi game buttons. Sounds like a lot of things that people like and that you like. Yeah, it's kind of the peanut butter and chocolate of video games. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. I'm playing it on my laptop right now. Uh, it's, it came free with Xbox Game Pass, which uh, I'm rather enjoying. That has definitely paid for itself. But, uh, yes, I'm only about 10 hours in, but so far it gets a hearty recommendation from only me. Only about 10 hours. <laughs> only. I mean... I mean, to be fair, this is the most I've seen you play a single video game straight through for a long time. Yeah. You were playing the Goose game, but I was, was playing pretty, the untitled Goose game. That was pretty that went pretty fast. Honk. Oh god, no. <laughs> Jay, did you play the Goose game? Um, yeah, but I'm still on the beginning part of it. <laughs> that farmer is aggravating me, so I keep stealing his keys. <laughs> uh I told a I told a friend he should buy it for his son. And he was like, I don't know what I don't know what that is. So I explained it, and he's like, that sounds right up his alley. <laughs> uh, so yeah. What about you, Nancy? What have you been up to? Um, I'm currently reading a book I cannot talk about, <laughs> and I'm writing a book I cannot talk about. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can. It's mine. Uh, it's a sequel to my last book. I have to I have to finish it before 
this baby comes. And readers, in case you've forgotten. Oh no, stop. Because I really like embarrassing Nancy on this front. <sighs> Nancy sold a trilogy of books to Athon Press. Yep. I and did. Uh, one of the books is done. Yep. She's got two more to write. I do. I'm about 36,000 words into the second one. Hey, not bad. I have a nano. You're getting finish. a nice running jump into that. So, I know. Yeah, that's I have good. to finish or else. <laughs> I mean, or else I'll just finish it later. But, you know. I've also been watching Christmas movies. <laughs> Christmas in October. Because they're on. They're on Lifetime and Hallmark Channel all the time. And the world is burning, so why not? I mean, the one we watched yesterday was about a woman in Tennessee whose bakery was trying to get bought out by the mean old real estate developers who wanted to turn their town into a ski resort. And of course, she ended up falling in love with one of the real estate developers. And then he realized that the people he worked for were bad and mr and mrs claus uh bought their cookies so the bakery became like a big hit and got a lot of money i'm not making this up this is an actual movie that was i, on the I do like our little game of trying to predict the entire plot within the first minute and a half of the movie I mean, and being right like 98 percent of the time I, I mean they're the tropiest trope filled movies which is why people like them because the world is on fire so if you can't depend on trope filled christmas movies what can you depend on it's the anchor holding us to reality exactly uh jay i'm almost scared to ask but what have you been up to lately Oh, well, I did actually start The Art of Worlds a few days ago when it came out. I haven't gotten very far into it. Um, there's this weird thing called real life that was distracting me. I don't know where it came from. It just, like, appeared out of nowhere. And What is real like, life? It's like, guys, I have obligations on the internet. I can't be, like, <laughs> visiting people and, like, you know, having parties. That's that's not allowed. I think it's actually in the internet bylaws. <laughs> I don't understand what real life is. It's the latest expansion in the uh, the ultra realistic MMORPG <laughs> we're all playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, that was my laser printer just turning on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you were playing the Outer Worlds too. Yeah, um, it's it's an interesting game. One of the things I like about it, um, I like talky games, and I like the fact that there's a lot of talking in this game and. The skills your character has uh, affects what you can do in a conversation. It's kind of like, you know, um, a tabletop role playing game in that in that way. But that also means that I did I built my character wrong. So I'm gonna have to start the whole game over again and, and, and focus on the right things properly. You didn't try to be a diplomat. Oh, no, that's what that's my problem. I maxed out all my points in charisma. And it turns out you need things also like perception to like be able to read people people better. So I'm just like uh, a sweet talker, but I can't understand and uh, sort of take verbal clues from people. Yeah, the um, the skill tree is interesting in the game because it kind of makes it so it's a little difficult to min max uh, characteristics. Yeah, and you have to also make permanent choices because, like, they have a respec thing, but like the the character attributes you start with, you are stuck with them for the whole game. So um, that's why I'm starting over with that one. Alas, poor decisions in character to <laughs> character creation. Hey, it's a good sign that I'm invested enough in the uh, the dialogue bits to actually try to do it right. So yeah, it's a plus in my game. No, it's a yeah. I I rarely. 
advocate for full price games anymore because I rarely have time to play. But uh, yeah, this is one I'd encourage people to get. Or the Game Pass for a dollar, which is yeah. a pretty good deal. Uh, and if you're like me and you've got a giant backlog of games you haven't been able to buy or get to yet, uh, Game Pass is excellent. All right. Shall we uh, jump into the meat of this show? Yes. So something happened uh, this week. Yes. There was a football game. There was a football game. Teams played sports. And, and there was a Napoleonic wedding and the, J- the Emperor of Japan got coronated. <laughs> it's It's been a pretty big week. <laughs> Just... Oh, and we can't forget, uh, the La Crusade. Oh, uh, went on cookware, pre-order? Went on pre-order at William and Sonoma. Oh, good. Yes. So, yeah, uh, we're going to we, talk did about- Did we get one? Uh, maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be talking about cookware. <laughs> no. Or we'll talk about a trailer that dropped during halftime on Monday Night Football. Yes. So, yep, Monday Night Football, uh, halftime, we get the final Rise of Skywalker trailer. Mm-hmm. And things happened and we felt a lot of things. Yes. So if you haven't watched the trailer, obviously, what or, are you doing or, or here? don't want to know anything about the trailer, don't listen to the podcast because we're going to talk about it. Uh, I will say, though, that I think this trailer, more than all of the others for the other movies, doesn't really reveal a lot of plot stuff other than what we could have already figured out. And like... More than what we saw from the earlier teasers and the D twenty three thing that we saw, like I really, I, I really still have no idea what this movie is actually going to be about, other than Palpatine is back apparently. I mean, I do kind of think though that it does show some things that might have been surprised. Like I was actually surprised by the amount of stuff we did get, like not plot related, but just things that might happen. Oh yes, the 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 um. The shot of all the ships is very, uh, very relevant to our interests and made me very happy. (laughs) So, yeah. Should we go through the trailer? Let's go through the trailer. trailer. (laughs) Unbeat yourself. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. We see Rey in the jungle. Um, We've seen her in the jungle before doing the training with the remote. Um, And you can sort of see the remote running after her uh which is interesting it's different from what we've seen before with luke training with the remote and she drops a helmet which i guess you're kind of led to assume that she's using that as a blast shield um you had an observation about the helmet brian it looks like an a-wings pilot's helmet i think yeah it has the same shape for the ones we've seen return the jedi right yeah yeah so that led a lot of people to think that this was Endor, but I don't know if it is Endor. I I think I I've I've heard that this planet does have a name, but I haven't heard it or read it anywhere, so I'm not sure. Now, something I hadn't noticed until just now, um, the remote is following her, but she's also Ray is also deflecting a blast a uh, blast from the remote. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. On the I, run. I uh, I just noticed that behind her back. That's which good. is cool. Yeah. So yeah, I think this this is I I I thought this was going to be maybe Batu because it's like seems like the hub hub of the resistance, but if it is that other planet name that I cannot remember right now, then I guess it's not, but I guess we'll find out. 
<laughs> we, we will indeed find out. Um, there's a shot of Ray uh, jumping over. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, it's right here in this article I'm looking at. Oh, Agent Kloss. Agent Kloss. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Lots of- uh, First name is Agent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there's a shot of Ray jumping over a- chasm on Agent Kloss, which then cuts into her jumping over a chasm in a Star Destroyer. Um, that is not sure if it's Not sure if it's just a clever editing trick or something else going on there. That is an awesome transition. So much. I love it. I don't- is that a- I thought that was the Death Star that she was in? Yeah, it looks like it could be Death Star interior. Yeah. Jay- I think so, because she's definitely in her attire from the current movie too so it's not the old yeah. star destroyer yeah jay as as the resident imperial expert do you have any knowledge of that being the death star or not i mean we de- do see like the, the long columns with the turbo lifts that we like you know when they're walking in a new hope when they're walking along um and they're about to go up and mm-hmm. all the imperial officers are walking by them that's yeah. what this makes me think of uh, yeah yeah i can see that on yeah. that shot so we start getting some um, narration here, and the, there were a lot of theories as to who was doing the initial narration, um, but closed captioning said it was Finn. Which I'm glad it said it cleared that up, because I couldn't tell who it was at first. I was like, who's talking? And then I could tell when Poe started talking, but I am very intrigued by the fact that Finn gets the narration about the Force, and I really hope that this is uh, going to lead to one of the theories that I want to happen so bad, which is Force-sensitive Finn. That he finally figures out how the Force works? Yes, he finally <laughs> figures it out. Uh, I Yeah, I mean... I've, I've definitely come around to wanting that to happen. Yeah, like, I don't, like, I don't think he'd be anywhere close to as powerful as Rey or, like, Kylo or anything, but, like, it just feels like, it just feels like what he's been through through all the movies like that he definitely has more of the force than a normal person like you know i kind of like how han was han is was obviously not force sensitive but you could say argue the force was with him because of how many scrapes he got out of in his life and all of the luck and coincidences that happened to him um but yeah, that's one of the things I, I really would love to see, especially because I know a lot of people were disappointed with how uh, the marketing for The Force Awakens sort of pulled the rug out from under them. Yeah. Like that. Um, so, so yeah, he's talking and then um, he says the Force brought us together, which I think is very sweet and nice. It's a lovely sentiment. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Um, and then Poe starts talking and he is, I mean, it looks like he's talking to a briefing of resistance. And yeah, this was like, this was like the first time you pause the trailer, like, okay, need a breakdown of (laughs) this screen here. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So yeah, Poe says we're not alone. Good people will fight if we leave them. Yeah. 
But in this wide shot, mm-hmm. uh, thanks to Greg Br- Grunberg, we know Greg Grunberg's there. <laughs> I mean, I point, I, I spotted him, but then he uh, was helpfully circled himself on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Lando popped out right away, thanks to the yellow, which I think is probably why they put him in that color, so he could stand out. <laughs> and... I didn't know this until I didn't see this until the next morning when someone else pointed out. But that appears to be uh, Mon Cal yes. behind Lando, mm-hmm. and he appears to have the look of a character we have seen in the in the uh, Age of Resistance comics. The 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 Allegiance. Comics. Or sorry, Age of Allegiance. Just or, Allegiance. Oh, sorry, just Allegiance. Just Allegiance. There have been so many. <laughs> yes. Age of, Age of Resistance, Allegiance, Rise of Kylo Ren is coming out soon. But uh, I do believe that is Aftab Akbar. Yes. Jay, how do you feel about uh, Akbar the Younger <laughs> showing up in these films? Well, I mean, an important part of this movie is detecting whatever trap that the Emperor set for them, so they need an Akbar with them um, in order to do that. It's like. <laughs> In ancient Rome, they had a theory that Rome couldn't beat, uh, couldn't win a war in Africa unless someone named Scipio was with them, and they just kept bringing people named Scipio. So I think the rebels <laughs> need to keep bringing people named Akbar with them to, de- to detect traps. See, I, for superstition. I legitimately cannot tell if Jay is bullshitting me right now. <laughs> I, I can't either. Oh, the Scipio thing's real. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so yes, Aftab is there, which is wonderful. Um, I would love to see Aftab fighting on the mothballed or uh, out of mothballed home one which i really hope happens (laughs) um also in that shot is finn um there's oh maz apparently is there yes um she's towards the right Uh, that does appear to be maz there yeah which is i'm glad to see her back like actually in the flesh uh, someone also pointed out that it looks like someone could be there with green hair, uh, who could possibly be Jason Sandula, which, uh, I would have a lot of questions if that were to happen. It's <laughs> like, okay. Turns out he was a squib. <laughs> I mean- Do we mean the alien squib or do we mean the Harry Potter people who don't have magic? I the think latter. the Harry Potter people. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, to be fair- I, you know, the whole Jedi having children who can't use the Force, that's something I've wanted to see for a long time, but I don't think uh, that Dude, is Dude, could you imagine a whole book about a, a bunch of Jedi kids who don't have the Force? Yes, I could. I wanted to read one for a long time. <laughs> I always said Luke should have a kid who couldn't use the Force, uh, but they didn't go with that. That'd be like Mr. Holland's opus, but in Star Wars. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> It would be great. So the one thing I really like about this shot is, um, you know, in The Last Jedi, there was a lot of discussion about Poe and Poe's role and that Leia was basically, you know, preparing him for leadership. And, you know, given also obvious real life issues with Carrie Fisher passing away, may she rest forever in royalty, um, that Poe taking this central role what appears to be the central role during this briefing and also having that dialogue about leading people makes me think that maybe he's going to be like that driving resistance leader force now that we've been waiting for him to become. Yeah, I hope so too. And like, I, you know, having Lando back is really great. And I, you know, all of us are all hoping that, um, Dennis Lawson makes an appearance in this movie. Um, but like, 
it would be cool to have all of like bringing back the old people to like help fight the war but poe you know becoming the de facto leader and what if aftap calls wedge uncle wedge oh i i i am emotionally not prepared for that <laughs> i yeah i'm i'm not prepared i'm also not prepared for like any if anything with greg grunberg and Dennis Lawson in the same scene together what if hobby comes back to life i mean i they have no. double she tripled and quadrupled <laughs> right exactly why do all the bad people have to come back why can't hobby come back i noticed also three po's in this scene um i was trying to make out any of the other pilots but i couldn't really i couldn't really tell from the back um but yeah we know greg grunberg's back i don't know if jess is gonna be in it um, because of her, uh... She's been busy with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know from the Poe comic that she she's, survived. she's s- survived and is still around. So if she's not in the movie, hopefully, then we can at least assume that she's off somewhere yeah. <laughs> fighting. Um, so, yeah, they, um... Sorry, I'm reading all this about uh, Lando. What do we think about Lando's outfit <laughs> being the same as in Solo? <laughs> I mean, what's old is new again. It, it's a very Lando thing to do. I'm like, I, I'm. He's finally got the Falcon back, so he's wearing the outfit he used to wear when he was in charge of it. It's <laughs> yes. sort of petty, but hey, it's Lando. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I did not really care for Solo very much at all, but I am. Really looking forward to seeing Lando back on the Falcon and like seeing like him flying the ship again. That first trailer at Celebration, I seeing sc- Lando in the in the pilot seat again was like, oh, I, I didn't know I needed no, this. No, I screamed so loud and I don't really have strong feelings about Lando or the Falcon. At least I thought I didn't, but it just... I was at the... Uh- the Billy D. Williams panel at New York Comic Con, and he talked a bit about Lando and Solo, and he's uh, still very proud of his role as Lando, and he considers himself the OG, the Lando. So <laughs> it'll be really cool to see Lando being yeah. Lando, and like to see his reaction to Han's death. Like we got Luke's reaction. You know, Lando is probably going to be a lot just as sad. You know, yeah. Um, because I'm assuming they, you know, kept in touch over the years. And we know that Ben Solo called him Uncle Wanwo. <laughs> so. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, so we then cut to a shot of Kelly Marie Tran yes. um, in what looks like Finally. a firefight. Um, that's Commander Tico to you. Yes. And these gifts are just showing me things i miss i've missed on many viewings uh there are those space horses yes in the background what are they called orbox yeah jerry orbox <laughs> jerry orbox <laughs> oh yeah so this looks like it's the same scene from later in the trailer yes. because yeah. that looks like the star destroyer behind them yeah but um it also looks like they're in a civilian area yeah here. because there's a lot of people like running the opposite way that are in like civilian dress and there's a conics and um, a hobbit, Dominic, Charlie, Dominic Monaghan, Charlie, Mary <laughs> behind them. Um, I'm glad that Conic still has a big role in the resistance. Um, 
you know, I she's sort of like always in the background, you know, just there. And I feel like they're giving her a bigger role ever since yeah carrie passed away which is is nice like to have that there and um and um there was a wasn't there an interview that like came out today or something or recently and where kelly marie tran talked about her role in the movie and how it's actually like a major role yeah yeah that uh that dropped i don't know which outlet had it but there was an interview that dropped today where uh, they interviewed kelly marie tran and she said uh the role is pretty substantial in this film and she had to go learn a lot of stuff like uh how to how to hold a gun <laughs> uh, yeah how to hold a blaster how to fire a blaster <laughs> um how to shoot arrows off a horse <laughs> Like you do. <laughs> like you do. Um, but uh, Kelly Marie Tran uh, seemed to indicate that um, she has a she has a fairly substantial role in this film, which is, I know is something a lot of people were worried about, which should just be shoved to the side. Oh, I, I, I found it. It was a digital spy. Okay. Have that. Um, so yeah, I, I know a lot of people were worried about it. And we talked about this the other day, Brian, that like, it's I, I felt sort of like of two minds on it of like on one hand i was annoyed that they were kind of not really showing her much but on the other hand like if she's not in the movie a lot that hopefully means that she's safe <laughs> but i'm you know yeah it's that thing you, it's that thing you do when you love a character like do i want them to have a lot of time on screen and potentially die yes or do i want them to live um, That's how I feel about Sheev. I'm so worried about him in this movie. <laughs> Jay, I'm sorry to inform you. There's a movie called Return of the Jedi, <laughs> and yeah, I know it's a very traumatic film. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so, oh, seriously speaking, though, I'm I'm glad that Rose is not getting shoved aside. And you know, it's one thing to hear them say that, you know, at the con and everything. Um, but it's another to actually hear it from Kelly Mary Tran yeah. and hopefully also see it in the film itself. Yeah, yeah. no, and I, I'm very much in agreement. Um, I've, I'm, I'm glad that she apparently does have a substantial role because a, I really love Rose as a character and I want to see a lot of Rose in this film and B, it means that Lucasfilm writers, directors, producers didn't cave to a bunch of whiny man babies. Yeah, they didn't do the thing that George did in Attack of the Clones, which was hardly have uh, Jar Jar in the movie. Yeah. And then yeah. have him in one shot of Revenge of the Sith, pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, and also, because at, at Celebration, um, when she was there, you know, she got a standing ovation, which was lovely. And then J.J. Abrams said, you know, Ryan Johnson did a lot of great things in The Last Jedi, but the best thing he did was hire Kelly Marie Tran. Um, and he seemed very sincere about it. Like, it didn't seem like he was just, you know, saying that because she was there um, or that he was, you know, trying to stick it to online trolls. Well, he might have been trying to do both. True. <laughs> but like, you know, if he had said that and then she'd had she hardly had a role that would have come off as very uh, disingenuous. So yeah. I'm glad that, you know, he was actually, you know, telling the truth with that. Um, also, like... Um, she's commander of the engineering corps now so it's it's i mean it's kind of out of necessity because we know like at the end of the last jedi there's hardly anyone left in the resistance but it's nice that like you know we see poe is you know has a leader status 
um, Rose has a leader status now. Connix is, I'm assuming, also has an important role in Finn. Um, so all of the people we've seen sort of be the young, like, protégés are now stepping up and leading the fight. Yeah. Which is great. So we're back on whatever this foresty planet is. I totally forgot the name again. <laughs> uh, quick- Agent, Agent, some, Agent Koss. Yes. Agent Kloss. Agent Kloss. That's a horrible name Agent for- Coulson. Just call it Agent Coulson. <laughs> Agent Coulson. <laughs> okay, we're going to call it Agent Coulson from here on out. Uh, quick shot of Chewie, uh, Finn, and Poe standing in front of uh, what I believe is his new X-Wing with people yes. running in the background. It's orange. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, and let me just say that Poe Dameron is rocking some real Rick O'Connell vibes here, and I am in favor. Yes. I am in favor of how it seems that Finn, Poe, and Chewie are, like, hanging out and teaming up in this movie. Like, that's a really good team-up. Like, A-plus team-up of all of them. And I'd like to see them kick some ass, which it seems like... From a later shot, we are going to see that. Yeah. And especially because, you know, The Last Jedi split everyone up. So we didn't get to see Finn and Rey being adorable together. And we didn't get to see Finn and Poe being charismatically dashing together. And I'm glad we were going to get that both of uh, those in this movie. Low key, that might be the thing I'm most excited for in this film. Yes. I mean, not low key. Definitely high key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it kind of looks like something's kind of going wrong. Yeah, uh, it looks like people are running behind, and then we get a shot of what looks like the Tandavi Four it's, landing. It is, it is definitely a C ninety blockade runner. Yeah, uh, if it's not the Tandavi Four, it is uh, a ship that is very familiar looking to all of us in fandom, and <laughs> that is one damn cool shot. <laughs> yes. Well, it's really cool because, like, you know we first get introduced to it in literally the first thought of Star Wars, and it's that tiny little ship that gets overtaken by the Star Destroyer. But here, with the forest shot, actually, you get to see how big the Tantivy or just any Corellian Corvette actually is. Like, it's huge. Yeah. Um, so the... Um we're 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 looking at the IO-9 breakdown, by the way. I don't know if we, know, we mentioned that before. But um, they they mentioned that the teaser for the... Uh, the te- celebration teaser showed us Kylo leading a first order assault on what was, I guess was a forested planet. So they are speculating that this might be that scene, um, which now, no, I don't stop. I know what you're going to do. If <laughs> that's the I'm going to turn the mic off. Um, there was, there was a thread on someone I, f- I follow on Twitter, um, who speculated that, uh, this might be really early in the film, and um, we definitely see Leia in another trailer in what looks like this world. Oh, in this one, too. Yeah. Oh, in this one, yeah, too. Yeah, there's the shot of her hugging Ray. Um, it's the same shot. And it looks like a farewell, and I don't like it. Um, and I will just say right now, I don't care. You can send all your emails to me. You can send me all your angry tweets and call me awful. If Kylo kills Leia, I'm done with him forever, and he needs to die the bloodiest death ever. And that's oh, I, all I'm going to say about, about that. that. I wish, I really wish I did not know that. Yeah. No, I don't like that at all. Right? I, I, Brian said it to me, and I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I read like, that thread, and I my one thought was, thanks, I hate it. 
I mean, I actually hate it. It's not like, oh, it hurts so good. It's like, no, I, no, I don't. I don't want Leia to die like at all in this movie. Um, yeah, just let her retire. Yeah, especially that way. Like, I feel like out of universe, it would be awful to make us watch that. Um, yeah, which is why, like, the first time I saw the Last Jedi, and there's the scene of them blowing up the bridge, I was like, did we just watch Leia die? Like, I. I, I, I'm very upset <laughs> if we just watched Leia die um, because I don't want to see that. Like, I don't want to, like, we know Carrie's dead, you know, let Leia live on and have her be the background of everything. You know, she deserves yeah. it. Um, I, I sincerely hope that what we're seeing there is not Leia's last stand. No. I would be very upset. No, yeah. Especially because I don't know if she filmed anything. Like, with Adam Driver from The Force Awakens? like They'd uh, have to do some really clever yeah, com- uh, composite work. Yeah, and no, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So now we smash cut to the ruins of the Death Star. I'm assuming that's what that is. Jay, you're an expert. I mean, it, it's hard to tell. We see that this telescoping gun turret, but... It- doesn't look like the normal Death Star gun turrets, but I'm, I'm it, it's probably the Death Star just because, you know, we have that wider shot of the, you know, super laser array yeah. from the other trailers. So I'm pretty sure this is just the Death Star. Yeah. And I mean, the next cut, it, uh, it cuts to Ray in front of that uh, laser turret array that has clearly been there for a long time and is rusted out. You can kind of see some stuff behind her um, that looks like... Um, it, it looks like the scaffolding almost from the Death Star. Um, yeah. So, um, I know people were debating: is this the first Death Star or the second Death Star? But I think, considering a a later shot in this trailer, and then also just the presence of Palpatine, it's got to be the second Death Star. Um, yeah. And then we learned the name of this planet of this moon from Sorry. all things <laughs> the announcement of the new star tours module coming december 20th uh which is kef beer uh two words um and it did not say where kef beer is but i'm assuming it is another moon of endor or in the endor system yeah so if this is indeed the second death star um this would be what the ocean moon of the Endor system, the ocean moon of Endor. Alternatively, they stole a plot from the glove of Darth Vader, and the wreckage <laughs> fell into a wormhole and landed in an ocean moon. And there'll be Wailadons and Grand Moff Hissa showing up. Oh God, please! Yeah, didn't it end up on Mon Cal? Mon- yep, yep. That's yep. boy. You wanted legends back. <laughs> Not like this. It turns out it's not Palpatine. It's actually Trioculus. That's the villain the whole time. <laughs> oh, that's a deep cut. Uh, that's some quality shit posting right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the the one thing that's about this trailer that's really cool, and just like the movie in general, is that there, if you have the art book of the Force Awakens, there, there were was concept art of like the sunken ruins of the Death Star. And so this is kind of like a recycled idea from that, which is kind of cool that they use it again. Um, The idea of Rey having to go to this ocean moon and like fight over an ocean is like, you know, this girl hasn't seen water before like a year ago. (laughs) And 
this is like like when she when she landed on Tegadonna and she's like I've never seen this much green in the whole galaxy D- did she land on this planet and go I've never seen this much water in the whole galaxy <laughs> I hope someone taught her to swim yeah well we know Chewie did I mean Chewie she absolutely taught her I mean she swim. was an octo to be fair so she's she's familiar with water but it's still it's just still funny to think of that so have we talked about uh drowned cat kylo yet that was my that was supposed to be my joke i'm sorry that that tweet there's a tweet of a, a sc- screenshot of him wet and then a, a black cat soaked <laughs> and they have the same expression and it's really funny so yeah during the scene uh there's a little bit of a narration where ray says people keep telling me that they know me no one does. And then it cuts to Kylo saying, but I do. <sighs> um, do I need to? Do I need to do my rant? Yes. <laughs> it's Gaslighting 101, everybody. <laughs> That's what he's doing. If anyone tries to tell you that they're the only one who knows you and no one else does or that you're nothing except to them, that is what's called gaslighting and it's bad and it does not mean love. And again, you can direct all your nasty emails to me. I don't care. <laughs> I second all of this. <laughs> but yes. But I do think that this is probably uh, misdirection. I mean, not misdirection, but not the same, not in the same conversation, you know. I mean, it could also be the same conversation, just stripped out of any context. Yeah, well, I mean, in the trailer for The Last Jedi, we had Rey saying, um, you know, I need someone to show me my place in all of this. And then it cut to Kylo holding out his hand and like... It, those ended up being two completely different scenes. She was talking to Luke at the first at the first one, and then but both of those things did happen just in completely different scenes. So yeah, pretty sure that's happening. And he looks very unhappy. Uh, Does he ever look I mean, happy? <laughs> I mean, I mean to be fair, fair um, not to ever sympathize with Kylo Ren, but like being soaked with water, like with like a water ride <laughs> or just heavy rain, kind of sucks. So uh, this is the first time I've. I've agreed with his sentiment on anything. And I th- mean, he didn't sea- have to go there. That you know? sea spray does look cold. He didn't have to go there. You know, he could I'm just impressed his lightsaber hasn't shorted out with all that water. <laughs> I know. They must have, like, had some different, like, lightsaber tech within the past several years. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, they, they have waterproof Kindles now, so you never know. Exactly. <laughs> they can <laughs> waterproof a Kindle. Seven sealed or something. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now we get this shot. I think we saw this in a brief little teaser for the we trailer. We did, yeah. Uh, a bunch of TIE fighters flying towards this icy thing. Yeah, it looks like an iceberg, but in space. And there's definitely, like, a city on it. Like, you can see toward the bottom left, There, there's, like, there's definitely buildings and stuff there. I'm wondering if this is this what we see in the first teaser of like landing toward that. I mean, yeah, visually, it's got kind of an Asgard vibe to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it reminded me of nothing else but actually the original Star Tours with the icy comet and all the little ice fragments. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe they're bringing back Star Tours. Maybe Rex will be there. 
uh, Rex. That's R three X. R three R three X. The the not be a grizzled clone trooper. No, DJ Rex. He got off Batu. <laughs> okay, so I, I have a feeling this next shot is going to be one Jay's going to want to give some input to. A cut, a cut to a very dimly lit throne illuminated by lightning. Oh, can I mention something going back to the last shot real quick? Yes. Apparently, um, that there, apparently it's the Kijimi, um, which people think is the, uh, that planet and where where they find um Zori Bliss maybe Oh okay maybe I don't know Um also also of note is in the uh Star Wars Ultimate Star Wars that just came out the updated one uh there was the entry on Janna lists her homeworld as Kefbir the ocean okay. moon but it looks like she's on they find her or meet her on the desert world pasana so interesting of how she got different places maybe they get get the information about the death star from her so yes now jay throne yeah so this is really cool especially because um phil sostak the the guy who writes the um the art books of the film and who's the Lucasfilm's creative art manager. Um, as soon as this trailer came out, he, he put a tweet up showing the art of this throne and showing the art of Return of the Jedi and how it's unused art for Palpatine's own throne from Return of the Jedi. And so I think with that combined with the whole look of the throne, it's a very Sithly. Um, I think a couple of other people on Twitter pointed out that there are uh, the new Sith symbol might be carved into the throne itself. So this might be... Um, Palpatine's throne somehow or something related to the Sith at least somewhere maybe on this ice asteroid thing it definitely looks dark but I'm very very curious about what the deal with this throne is yeah that is it's so cool looking and the narration by Palpatine is amazing (laughs) perfectly spot on and I'm you know we so far we just heard his laugh uh so i'm glad like it seems like we'll actually have his presence somehow whether whether what's interesting about his voice too is that like it's not the sort of raspy uh revenge of the sith voice which is also sort of the voice that ian mcdermott tends to do these days with um when he's doing his Palpatine voice, it's sort of a calmer, quieter, very Return of the Jedi Palpatine, which is very interesting to hear. Yes. Um, I, I'm i glad that we... Because, we, we, I mean, we still don't know what exactly he's going to be in this movie. Like, is is he alive alive? Is he just a spirit? Uh is is he back from the dead? Like we really have no idea. So I'm glad like we're, we're going to hear him at least because you know having the emperor be a presence in the movie but not really hearing him would be very disappointing cuz I mean Ian my guess has such a you know distinctive voice. My guess and this is skipping ahead a little in the trailer but my guess since we see what looks like him in robes is that He'll be there, but given the whole dark side thing, I wonder if he'll just look like almost undead, like like a mummy come to life and sort of just have like re- like it, 
not even just the wrinkled skin from before, but like really look almost skeletal and yet be sort of um, dark side animated, you know? Well, this yeah. does play into my uh, Poe Dameron's got major, major Rick O'Connell vibes, so I'm here for it. <laughs> so exactly, it's just the mummy. This whole movie is just the mummy. I would would watch, <laughs> honestly would watch. So who does? So then who does Sheev have to like suck the life out of to get his body back? Kylo, obviously. <laughs> who plays Benny? Who is or is Kylo Benny? In Let's this? be honest. Hux is kind of Benny. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, we haven't seen Hux in any of these trailers. What's up with him? I mean, we know he's there because there's there's that picture of him and uh, the new oh, Allegiant yeah. general. That's right, that guy, the um, Richard Vanguard. Yeah, Richard. Yeah, and his Grant. title was or something weird, like Vanguard Admiral or something like Allegiant that. They gave general. him a funky title, Allegiant, Allegiant General. Yeah, yeah, what what does that even mean? I'm very curious to see what what the deal with that. Well, guy is. like all of the First Order, it's all just made up. <laughs> It's like those guys in Darkseid, you know, Grand High Superior General, you know? Yes. The EU warlords have come back. Yes. Oh, God. I mean, oh God. if there was any time for the warlords to make an appearance, kind of this period between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker makes sense. Yeah. So. Dala shows up. Oh, <laughs> oh no. God. I mean, we had the Maw, so why not? Why not? I mean, they could have her elected as the new leader of the Resistance. No. No, we've really been there once. Circle. No. We've been there once. Twas a silly place. <laughs> so next shot is this amazing visual of an Imperial star- Class 2 Star Destroyer. Class 1, Class actually. 1, sorry. That's right. I did not. I needed a better look at the bridge there. Class 1, um, pulling a Lusankia. Yeah, at first I yeah, thought it was like- coming out of water, but I think it's coming out of ice. Yeah, which I, I, I joke that did did the Emperor just like freeze dry like an entire <laughs> fleet for backup purposes? Just like, you know, thaw out for emergencies. I and mean solid contingency like plan. It looks like there's lightning too in the background, which is interesting. Oh yeah. Maybe he's doing a force storm. Oh no. <laughs> How many bad EU references can it's we just get like in? Reanimating Dude, no, that is the zombie thing. He's like re- he raises his hand and reanimates the zombie star destroyers. Oh my god. Also like Hella in Ragnarok. Oh yeah, with the dog. Yeah. Or the wolf. And all the of the all of the uh the dead uh army. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this Star Destroyer is really cool because like the, the the detail on this like CGI ship, like you can even see like the bridge windows and like little people standing inside the windows. Like I think they're they're clearly using those incredible models they created for Rogue One. And like yes. we saw it like the other ships saw it, like all like they're taking stuff from Solo, from Mandalorian, all the great work they've done in the past films is coming back to uh to be used here. Now, wasn't there a refer- a throwaway line in some book? It might have been one of the aftermath books in which that said that part of the Imperial fleet just disappeared. It was Empire's End. Wasn't Empire's it? End. Like twenty five percent of the fleet was unaccounted for. Man, that's a long game payoff if that's true. Yeah, but even in Lost Stars, they kind of said the same thing, right, with uh, stupid Nash Renwider writer and his uh, <laughs> nonsense. But, uh, you know, part of the Imperial fleet just went into that one nebula, right? They yeah. Maybe they never did rendezvous with the First Order. Maybe they went here. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really intrigued by this whole aspect and, like, wh- who, who, who ends up fighting against who? Because I love the idea of the Resistance finding the Star Destroyers and using that and f- 
fighting with them against the First Order. But if Palpatine's still around, like, I don't know if he, he he's going to be, like, the third side or something. But I know, Jay, you and I have talked about this, that I just, I can't, I can't wrap my head around the idea of Kylo fighting against Palpatine or the Empire. I mean, it's possible the Empire comes to save the day and Palpatine is like, see, I was the hero all along. I can't run to tell you guys. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, the yeah, Empire... was a good shot, though. I know. The Empire fighting with the Resistance it would would be so my jam, but I know it's not going to happen. Because it would involve people who aren't in this movie, not Sheev. <laughs> <laughs> so we then go to what I consider to be this trailer's money shot. Yes. Uh, the Falcon dropping oh, God, in in yes. front of a massive massive resistance fleet that's just a hodgepodge of capital ships from everywhere every era uh should we just shout out to nick right here yeah yep. yeah if you haven't already uh check out admiral nick 22 on twitter who put together a twitter thread cataloging all these different ship designs the classes where they came from how many we see on screen and then even like just this weekend recreated this shot using uh, Star Wars Armada spaceships that he has in his collection. It's so funny where I'm seeing people like link to this thread, like on rant, the, the Disney board I go on, like people link to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know him. <laughs> he loves ships. <laughs> um, should we mention the one that grabbed everyone's attention yeah over there to the right sure does appear to be the ghost yes oh uh, i thought you meant the nebulon b frigate no. i mean that caught my attention <laughs> okay i don't know what that one is it's the one behind the ghost the one from the end of empire strikes back oh 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 okay yes I, I know but that. yeah no it's the ghost of course <laughs> i choose to believe that nebulon b frigate is the redemption Oh. And that is the only redemption we'll be getting in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where Hobby can come back from. He's been in. He's just he, been in medical storage. He's the been whole in back to the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, if it it looks it it looks like the ghost. It's definitely the same model of ship. I don't know why they would use the same model of ship and have it not be the ghost. That would just be mean. Um, and they mentioned it on. The Star Wars show from this past week, they didn't confirm it was the ghost, but, you know, they, they mentioned that it looks like it. Um, I So, if it is the ghost, do we think we will actually see Hera in a movie, or are we just going to have another, like, over-the-com, like, mention I of mean, her? I mean, it could be Ahsoka and Ezra. Oh, no. Stop. <laughs> and Rex! No, he's dead. How old would Rex he be? would definitely be dead by now, okay? I'm sorry. Well, they, they froze him just like the Star Destroyers. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, I, I, I would love to see Hera. I don't know if how... Uh, I don't know how feasible that would be. Um, just because, you know, there's so much already going on in this movie. Um, How cool would it be if they got, like, Vanessa Marshall and Tw Twilight Gear to play Hera? It would be really cool. Um, but yeah, I definitely 
hope we at least get a mention of her or hear her over the coming calling in over the calm. Because um, if we're going to get like all these people coming out of retirement, like she's also one of the biggest rebel leaders to get. Um, and they also mentioned on the Star Wars show that um, the Colossus might be in the shot from Star Wars Resistance, which uh, would be very, very, very cool. And those are also people who could very easily show up in the background of this movie um, because they cast actors who look like their characters. And that would be so cool to see them. Agreed. So we get another shot of Ray and Kylo duking it out uh, on the wreckage of the Death Star. Uh, kind of interesting shot of what looks like our heroes on some sort of water skiff yeah. heading oh, towards- Oh, you, you missed the best part, Brian. Oh, what's that? Them coming into the cockpit uh, of the Falcon. Yes. <laughs> Ray and Chewie are already sitting down. Finn and- Poe and and C-3PO come into the back of the cockpit and like I didn't realize how much I needed to see all three of them in the cockpit of the Falcon uh, until this part and uh, it makes me very happy. I'm legitimately upset that it's taken this long to get this shot. <laughs> right? Uh, and there's something in the front of the cockpit uh, it looks like maybe a beacon or some sort of I it's don't a know. flux capacitor. They're going back in time to prevent Palpatine from being born. <laughs> oh, no. Or maybe they go back in time to get him and keep him from dying and then use him to their advantage. They use him to fight the supreme leader. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, maybe when he's saying you, you've gathered all together, he's talking to the First Order. Oh. Yeah, so what do do we think of his narration? I mean, it's classic Palpatine, so I am totally here for it. It is definitely classic. I mean, I think with the editing, it's definitely meant to imply that he's talking about the Resistance, right? Because it comes just either just before or right near the shot of the whole Resistance fleet coming coming together, together. right? Yeah. I'm just, like, I I really want to know, like, what he has been up to this whole time and what his endgame is, because... You can't, you you can't figure it out by yourself. He's too smart for that. Um, I I definitely don't want it to be like, oh, we're gonna join together now to fight against Palpatine because I feel like the First Order would be all for Palpatine, considering he, that's how they kind of started. But what do I know? Um, I mean, they might be crazy and say Palpatine isn't evil enough for them. You never know with those First Order types. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, that skiff is really kind of cool. It looks almost like almost B-Wing-ish. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, it's definitely kind of makeshift looking. Yes. I mean, like it, it almost kind of reminds me too of the... Um, I can't even remember what those are. The ones on Crate, the speeders. The death traps? Yes, the death traps. I mean, they're kind of the same shape, just different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then we get the biggest... Well, I'm sorry. This is not the biggest emotional manipulation in the trailer. This is the second biggest. 
uh, the shot of tiny, adorable Babu Frick uh, working on C-3PO. What is he doing to 3PO? We have no idea. Uh, Ray looks kind of worried in the background there now that I'm looking at this Joe. Yeah, Ray looks worried. Are they like trying to restore his memories? Are they trying to upload some weird murder programming into him? <laughs> uh, no clue. But uh, Poe... Yeah. In in the scene, uh, what is it Poe says? Uh, what you doing there, 3PO? And 3PO responds with, with taking one last look, sir, at my friends. And then right after that is when the music switches to the main theme. And like... After he says that, there's a shot of 3PO putting his he- arm on R2's head and Chewie roaring, and it's like 100% pure emotional manipulation to get you to say, this is the last of the Skywalker saga, and I'm going to cry now. <laughs> so I saw an interesting theory on this, in which um, what's happening is um, they're May, they're doing something to try and recover 3PO's memory from prior to Revenge of the Sith. And if that's the case, they must be looking for something, some relic, something that'll be integral to the plot. Yeah, I did hear, I did, I, I was listening to another podcast. I can't remember what it was, but they were talking about how, um, um, like, if they are trying to get information on Palpatine, there's not many people around who had like direct contact with him and three people. Unless to dig up Mon Mothma. Yes. <laughs> and th- I don't mean like dig up as in dead because I think as far as we are aware, as recently as Bloodline, she was she, alive. Yeah, she's so. still alive. She could come back. They could get Caroline Blakinson. Who knows? Um, but. Yeah, he. I mean, they that that's a possibility. Like, get three PO's memories back and see what he knows about Palpatine, uh, or also that like they get his memories back and then he's like sort of playing through things in his mind as taking one last look at like the people from his past. And I'm sorry, it's just sad and it makes me want to cry. <laughs> uh, thanks, Siri. <laughs> Siri, sorry, I want to cry. So um, we start getting shots like in real quick succession here. A shot of Chewie roaring and then a shot of Chewie, Poe, and Finn just laying waste to a bunch of stormtroopers as they're running through what looks to be a First Order corridor of some sort. That is such a a cool shot. shot. And I'm here for them kicking butt together. And then we get- Maybe they're opening the the Rise of the Resistance ride. (laughs) I mean, maybe. We know Poe's in that ride. It'd be so. a pretty solid tie-in. Uh, and then we get the shot of Leia. Rey and Leia embracing. Rey looks really upset. Yeah. And they're back on that forest planet, and I don't want to think about what that means. Nope. They did a really good job uh, editing Rey's outfit in this shot to be the new one instead yeah. of the force awakens one yeah. yeah um i wonder if that's why she has the jakku hair again yeah and i'm wondering if it might be a body double from that reverse angle yeah maybe i whatever it is it's really clever how they've managed to use that footage yeah um but uh, yeah i'm concerned can we mention that on the day the trailer aired was carrie's birthday oh 
it was. Yeah. Yeah, we oh. were when we were speculating about when it was going to air, we I had thought the week before because like the the episode 7 trailer aired like the third week in October and the episode 8 trailer aired the first week in October and I thought, "Oh, they'll split the difference." But if I had actually like done research and figured out that Carrie's birthday was on I think it was the 21st or whatever the Monday was. I would have been like, oh, nope, that's the day. And I'm glad they released it on that day. Yeah. So now we start cutting to, we cut to this trailer's greatest sin. What's that? Showing a Y-Wing doing a barrel roll and doing, looking (laughs) at kind of cool. (laughs) Right, blowing up two TIE Fighters since when has a Y-Wing ever successfully blown up a TIE Fighter? Okay, so who do we think is flying the TIE Fighter? Is it just a random shot or do we think someone is flying it? I I think it's a random shot. Um, That would be cool if Poe was flying it. Oh, don't do that to Poe. Only only Poe could fly a Y-Wing and make it actually do anything. He can fly anything. He can fly anything. Or maybe it's Nora. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Uh, I uh, mean, if our dreams come true and Wedge is in this movie, Nora could also be in this movie. This or, is true. Or Yvonne. Oh my god, Yvonne. <laughs> I mean, if Leia is trying to find allies, right? Like, she's an ally. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to think of everyone who flew an Y-Wing. And Wes flew a Y-Wing. Wes flew a Y-Wing. <laughs> we try not to hold it against him too much. Uh, Keelan so- Farlander. <laughs> Keelan Farlander. Farlander was replaced by Yvonne. <laughs> and nothing of value was lost. Yes. Uh, okay, so now we get a shot to Space Horses with BB-8 running on a Star Destroyer. Call. I love that BB-8 is just rolling <laughs> and keeping up with the with the horses, just like M'Baku keeping up with like Hulk and Cap in <laughs> Endgame. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the shot features Jenna and Finn uh, leading the charge yeah. here. Um, oh, I uh, going back to. Talking about the Y-Wing, uh, there is a Y-Wing Lego set for this movie that comes with Poe and Zori minifigs, so Poe could be flying the Y-Wing. Oh, <laughs> buddy. I mean, he might not have his X-Wing back yet, or it might have got blown up again. <laughs> yep. Um, we also have Luke doing a voiceover through all of these shots where he says confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Um, your destiny. And I really like that. Narration. It's a really good line. Yes. So now we cut into what looks to be the emperor's throne room aboard the second death star and the ruins of it all. God, I have a lot of, th- I have oh. a lot of feelings. Yeah. Uh, Ray has her lightsaber ignited. Kylo is standing there and Ray is just kind of staring him down. Yeah. It belongs I- in a museum. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is a museum. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of, I have a lot, a lot of, a lot of feelings about this, this room i think jay you probably have also feelings but opposite ones that i oh, do yeah. <laughs> you're like no i don't want to be reminded of it and i'm like oh my favorite scenes and all the star wars i mean they're probably yours too until that one part <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so yeah this is weird because like 
Ray's got her lightsaber ignited, but Kylo doesn't. What is happening here? Um, are they Kylo's probably up? Kylo's probably trying to monologue or some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> like the the thing, the issue I have with the team up theories, which I mean, honestly, make. I, I, when I say makes sense, I say makes sense as in what we've seen. But to me, it doesn't make sense because it's kind of, it feels like almost a repeat of what we had in The Last Jedi. You know, like Rey and Kylo teamed up to fight against Snoke and the Praetorian Guards, and then he decided, eh, no, I'm going to stay evil. So I, whatever would make him want to join her or have her join him again like they have to really sell it and i still don't understand how palpatine would be that thing because i feel like he would be like grandfather's master (laughs) teach me or whatever i don't know yeah so then we move on to a very brief flash of a shot in which uh it looks like kylo and ray are destroying a vader statue in some very brightly white lit corridor um i'm not sure if they're destroying it together or if they're fighting and someone's lightsaber deflects off another and into the statue so this quarter is very interesting because people have been saying it looks like various things. Um, but, you know, don't let the color fool you. It's an imperial corridor because it has the traditional imperial pill lighting, yeah. the imperial stairs, and then especially that curve of that hallway is classic imperial hallway design from Empire Strikes Back. So mm-hmm. this could be a deliberately desaturated shot. Like if you look at certain bright colors are sticking out and certain ones don't. So I kind of wonder Mm. if this is some sort of fantasy sequence, but they're in like an Imperial hallway of the mind or something like Mm. that. And also he has his helmet on and in every other shot, he does not have it on. So also it's not the, it doesn't look like the cracked version of his helmet either. Uh, Visiony maybe. And we can't forget. We did have that scene of dark Ray from the D 23 footage. Which, how does that play into it? Like, I, 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 I would be like shocked if that was actually real and not a vision. So, I mean, it could be a dark side cave. It's either Ray right. or Kylo himself, one of them going into a cave and getting a vision. I think it would be actually very interesting if it was Kylo getting those visions, um, because like we had we had Ray have that in the last movie and Luke. In Empire, so having someone else get that on the dark side would be interesting. So in the same shot, um, there's a freeze frame showing that Ray is holding some sort of a dagger, and no, it's not the Mortis dagger. Stop <laughs> it, people. Um, but wondering, could that dagger be some sort of MacGuffin in the yeah. film? Interesting. It's Palpatine's Horcrux. Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe that's how he stayed alive all these times. He's been watching Harry Potter. <laughs> bingo yeah. so yeah quick smash cut to uh poe and finn looking at something yeah. before getting to a what a just a stunningly gorgeous wide shot of the horses rushing the star destroyers hall yeah. uh with a space battle going overhead you see an x-wing followed by a beautiful b-wing on its six boo 
B-Wings are great. <laughs> I don't have any feelings about B-Wings. What's interesting about this shot is that the Star Destroyer that they're doing their cavalry charge on is not an Imperial Star Destroyer. They're on a First Order Star Destroyer, but all the other Star Destroyers around them are Imperial Star Destroyers. Interesting. Oh. Hmm. God. Maybe Hera is flying the B-Wing. Oh, that would be wonderful. Or Aftab. God, I, I really hope this movie delivers on the fleet battle that I didn't get in the prequel trilogy and didn't haven't gotten in the sequel trilogy to this point. Me too. I want Scarif, but in exactly. this movie. Ugh, <laughs> uh, so good. So I'm at least glad we're finally seeing sort of the updated um, early New Republic designs for the B-Wing and the Y-Wing. And then we got the A-Wings in The Last Jedi. And, of course, we got the T-70s um, in Force Awakens. So it's nice to see finally all four classic Rebel ships, but in their updated, slightly more modern versions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so another shot of Kylo being emo in front of some blinking lighting source. Uh, and then there's this shot <laughs> of a cloaked figure in some s sort of chair, I think, looming far above Ray. It's Snoke back from the dead. And, and you hear the vague echoes of laughter yes. in that scene very softly. And, and Ray only... looks frightened. She is backing away. And there's only one person who laughs like that in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Ah, <sighs> uh, so, so good. Um, but the trailer ends with a shot on Ray. A very beautiful shot of Ray where the she's just illuminated by the lightsaber. And she looks and you can see the shot reflected in her eyes too. Mm -hmm. And she looks calm here. Yeah, but the key is the narration, <laughs> where Luke Skywalker can be heard saying, "The Force will be with you." And then there's a beat, and then Leia says, "Always." And I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, I cried <laughs> at that part i mean the 3po part made me very emotional like oh my god this is the last skywalker of a saga movie um but like that that tag team of them is just what i always wanted but didn't realize and the cat has just climbed up on the desk behind a lego or she's trying to <laughs> uh. <laughs> she's ruining the moment <laughs> But oh my god, that was the perfect way for this trailer to end. Like, just perfect. Um, yeah, I, I'm with I'm with you, Nancy. Um, at that moment, um, at that moment, uh, everything st just started feeling real. That um, this really is going to be the last Skywalker saga film, and. Wow, we're we're really really getting there. I'm sorry, I had to wrangle the cats. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was it was absolutely perfect, and I like I I want Luke to have a bigger presence in this movie than I think he's going to. Um, you know, I feel like it's sort of a missed opportunity to show the power of Force Ghosts and, like, to show the power of Luke, you know, and he says in the movie, no one's ever really gone. So to, like, 
show what that actually means. But I I I feel like it's probably just gonna be a another like Obi-Wan sort of deal where he shows up for like a scene or two uh with Ray. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's having Leia finish that narration was beautiful. <laughs> so yeah. And and if you did not see Mark Hamill retweeted the trailer with just always and i was like oh i'm glad that i have a new context for always and not just severus snape <laughs> <laughs> oh that okay that low-key is a very good thing <laughs> that this film has done um so yeah that's the trailer do we have any last thoughts before we part i hope they don't kill off palpatine <laughs> Sorry, I'm afraid of it. I mean, you survived it one time. You can survive it again. I want you to again. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Nancy? Any last thoughts? I I really have no idea what to expect in this movie. I've been... I mean, I always avoid spoilers, but I haven't really been trying to keep up with any sort of speculation because I... I'm scared of I'm I'm so excited and I'm so scared. Um, oh, there's an appropriate save by the bell quote there. Yes. Um I, I feel like as long as we just get the fleet battle that is shown in the trailer, I'll be happy. Um But yeah. I really hope Wedge is in this. <laughs> I mean, I think we all do. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we will go ahead and wrap up there because we managed to talk for an hour about a three-minute trailer. Go on. I mean, that's not surprising. No. Uh, Jay, where can, where can we find you online? You can find me at Admiral Jello on Twitter, and I also write for 1138.com. Perfect. And oh, on the Kanji cast. Yes, you can also hear Jay on the Kanji cast. <laughs> That's actually just where I live. Yeah, that, so right. I'm that is where Jay lives. Uh, okay. This episode of TSR has been brought to you in part by you, our Patreon subscribers, patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Get in at the $1 level, and that gets you access to the Patreon-exclusive Slack. Uh, you can find us on Twitter with the handles Tashi Station, official show account. Nancy is Nancy Pants, Nancy with an I. I'm Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. Uh, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you get podcasts. If you like what you hear, leave a review. It helps us uh, get more people listening to us. Uh, you can find our columns at news at TashiStation.net. Thanks for another episode. We will catch you all next time. Bye. So long. TSR is brought to you by you, our Patreon subscribers. Visit patreon.com slash Station to help us keep the lights on and to get access to our Patreon-exclusive Slack team.